Hoosier Nation, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Court and Indiana Basketball Podcast. Jeff Sherman, Ben Cantor here. Uh, a winning edition, we think. Uh, Indiana wins over Wright State 89 to 80. They did win on the scoreboard. Ben, welcome in. Uh, how'd you feel about that one? Well, Sherm, you know, last night, I, I want to be positive and say some positive things. Last night, we got some high percentage shots. We got the ball down low. Where, where, and renew are a force on offense. I mean, yep. where doesn't have to do a whole lot when you're seven feet and you can jump out the gym. I mean, there's not a whole lot you need to do in college basketball, especially when you're getting guarded by somebody probably about six eight, six nine to score the basketball. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I think those two. I mean, you looked at the percentage. You know, fifty four percent for the field. We'll talk about three-point percentage and free throw percentage here yeah. in just a second. But, yeah, those two inside, like that's where the – I think we mentioned it on the last podcast was you got, got to play through the paint just like they did last year with Trace. Again, not saying those guys are Trace, but that's who you got to play through. And it's clear, you know, looking at them from last night, what uh, that's 38 points and 20 rebounds from them. We'll talk about the rebounding too. Not really liking mm -hmm. what I'm seeing there either. But, yeah, certainly playing through them is key. Uh, little concerned. I think we said this at the beginning of the season, three of 16 from the three point line, your thoughts. I just don't understand how mid majors can shoot better three pointers than us. I mean, I just don't get it. These are D one basketball players playing at the highest level. You got to hit some three pointers. I mean, don't you practice them all day and, and practice? I mean, I saw better three point percentage at the hyper and the rec center. So, I mean, I'll tell you right now, back in my day, there's no doubt I shoot a better three-point percentage than any of those guys that are on this team right now, but I couldn't play dead in a cowboy movie outside mm -hmm. of that. So here's what you have to look at. Of Indiana, I'm concerned. Like, I'm raising the panic level. I'm very concerned about this team. They're not any good as it stands right now. I I'm changing my language to be a little softer. I think I said they stink. They're not any well, good. I don't gonna, care. Not, you can put 89 points up. Like that team, right state. So Indiana to this point, I'm going to go on a little rant here. Just let me go. Florida Gulf Coast, Army, and uh, right state will not be playing very long come March, if at all, in March through their conference tournament. None of those teams are any good. Right state had a guy that averages 28 points a game picking splinters out of his butt because he's hurt. Imagine if that guy plays, maybe you don't even win. Now you go play UConn and either, you know, Texas, if you beat UConn, which that's a pipe dream at this point, and Louisville. So I'm concerned. I'm very concerned. I've watched a lot of the Big Ten teams up to this point. Not of them impressed me. So this is a year where you could actually make an impact in the Big Ten. I'm concerned. I mean, what is your level, one to ten, of concern of Indiana basketball, even though they're 3-0 and right now? My level of concerns is seven. And the reason why it's not a 10 is because we do have two big guys in the paint that can score pretty mm -hmm. much at will. And we're getting high percentage shots. But the, here's the two things last night that just blew my mind. One is, did you know we got out-rebounded? How do we get out-rebounded by Wright State? We get out-rebounded every night. But we have a seven-footer. They're, they're walking around with four guards and one forward. How can we possibly get our rebounded? Well, I'm going to tell That's you. That's scary. And sure, I'm going to blow when, your mind. When you're starting backcourt, 
When your starting backcourt has two rebounds, that's how you get out rebounded. The things that are hurting this team well, well, are, I, I got, are correctable. Got, Real yeah. quick. Defense and rebounding. That's effort. Sure. Yeah. If you're trying to, if you're six two trying to rebound over a six eight guy, that's a different story. But it's effort. And this team doesn't bring it. And if they don't bring it on Sunday, oh my. There's trouble in Bloomington. Ben, you were gonna say. All right, so there's one stat last night that blew my absolute, I mean, just blew my mind. Did you hear this stat? I I can feel it exploding at this point. Teams are shooting 61% of shots from behind the arc on us. 61%. That goes into the defense, the effort. Yeah, how are people people wide open? And the guy even said last night, he said, you got Ware playing down low. You can let them go by. Like, there shouldn't be wide-open three-pointers. I saw wide-open three-pointers after wide-open three-pointer, after offensive rebound, kick out for another wide-open three-pointer. It was insane. Well, I'll tell you what happens, right? When the person guarding the ball gets broken down, the guard is trying to help. Just, you know, I, I mean, I've seen, I see it multiple times, right? They come over and help. They don't need to in my opinion, when you've got shot blocker inside, right? Stay on the shooter. If you give up a tough, tough contested two, you know, there's somebody out there right now that loves the mid-range game that I'm calling out to right now that I won't mention by name. Nobody plays the mid-range game anymore, dude. It's layups, dunks, and three-pointers. Guard the rim, guard the three-point line. If you want to take a 10-foot runner, go for it. If you hit it, tip your cap and go the other way. That's worth two points. I'm going to go make a three course our team can't make threes because we're three of 16 from the free three-point line and it so that's what's happening the the on-ball defenders getting broken down and then they're kicking it out to some dude that is like the guy last night hadn't made a three all year i think he was four for four in the first half on threes because nobody's guarding him we we got guys coming off the bench sherm for a mid-major scoring 20 what do you have 20 20 points I wish he was on our bench because I'll get to that in a second. He had 25 points, Sherm. 25 points coming off the bench, just launching three-pointers. Do you know how many three-pointers he shot last night? He was 7 of 10 off the bench. Yeah, that's, that's we the can't even make, that's the We can't make 7 about. as a team. No, 3 of 16 for anyone keeping score at home. 3 of 16 Indiana was from the three-point line. But, yeah, defensively, right – and this is by design. The way we do this podcast, we were talking about this. This is like when you call your buddy up after the game and you're all over the place. Like, that's what we are. So if you're looking for a measured, here's what happened in the first timeout, second timeout. Here's what happened half now. We're just, we might be all over the place, but that's how Indiana basketball fans are. At least this one is. And I, and I know <laughs> you are too, Ben. It's, it's so frustrating when the things that plague this team against bad teams. Like, it's not like we're even playing – a mid-major. These are low-tier, bottom-third Division One teams. Maybe Florida Gulf Coast is a top of their league. Okay, I'll give you that. Army stinks. Wright State, especially without their top score, is no good. Like, there's different layers I think you're finding. is your stinks, no good, good, great. <laughs> on my Indiana is teetering on the stinks and no good right now. I'm just very concerned. There's no depth on this team, on this Indiana team, there is absolutely zero depth. Your thoughts? 
Sherman, I got a real quick question for you. Is your yeah. voice a little raspy this morning because of the IU game or the Bengal game last night? <laughs> or is it just a combination of just yelling at the TV last night? Uh, you know, I was pretty subdued because Joe Burrow is probably done for the year. So yeah, that that one that one hurt. It's just the way I sound. I think somebody said I sound like some guy from Breaking Bad. I'm not familiar with the show, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah. Uh what was what's that guy's name? Badger for any of our Badger listeners from Breaking, Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad. So yeah, I'll have to check that out. That's on, that is on my list to complete. It is sad that I haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> but that you know, getting yeah. back on track. No, I mean I'm just disgusted watching this team make the same mistakes over and over and over again. And now that the talent has gone down a level, in my opinion, you know you don't have Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Trace Jackson Davis to kind of bail you out of things. Especially, you know, Hood Shafino, when you've got the ball in your hand, like, I don't know that Xavier Johnson can do those types of things. Or I, Actually, I do know he can't. He's a good player, but he's not an elite player. And, you know, we got to play through the paint. But, I mean, Johnson went down there at the very end of the game, ankle. You know, maybe he's not available this weekend. Or hopefully he's just embellishing on the injury. But, my goodness, Um Outside of the starters, I mean, I do want to, you know, we've we've been tough on McKenzie and Baco. A little bit of a bounce back, better game tonight, uh, 13 and 5. Uh, you know, shooting percentage not great, but he was just more active, seemed like he was more into the game. And maybe when that, you know, you go to Madison Square Garden on a Sunday afternoon, the level's raised a little bit. Uh, this weekend we're going to need him. But what was your thoughts on McKenzie? I really liked how aggressive he was. Uh, he didn't really think before he shot. He just let it roll. He's like one of those guys you see at the gym that's missing some shots, but you know he's you know he's a baller. I mean, that's what I think. I think he's going to be great. Yeah. I think once that shot starts going in, he gets confidence. It's a very good looking shot. He's six foot eight. He can get it anytime he wants. I don't understand the fadeaway sometimes or some of the degree, degree of difficulty he wants to do. Like with these teams, you just shoot the ball. You don't need to do all that. But, you know, once he realizes once he realizes how good he is in college basketball and the game slows down to him, I really think he's going to be that piece that we need. And to another couple of positive points just to for our fan base that, we, you know, we do – you know, have some positive. Points. Anybody that knows us knows we ain't positive, bro. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, fine. we got off to a faster start. That was nice. Yeah. Fast start. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we weren't looking like we just woke up, went to Knicks last night. The second thing was, I, I really like seeing more of the NBA game where we were doing lobs to wear. Yeah, like we can nice. do that all game. I mean, I, I'm here. I'm a Hawks fan. I watched Trace, it, uh, you know, Trey Young and Capella do the the live at least five, six times a game. We could do that easily with where? Who's going to go up there with them, Sherm? Name one player. Nobody. I don't know anyone that's going up there. Nobody. With them. So, no. it's. I mean, we're going to see because the levels raised. Galloway. I thought he bounced back well. He only won rebound, but 15 points, five assists. I got to give it to him. I was hard on him for last game. A couple of guys off the bench because um, we talked about the bench. And, hey, number one, Cups, that was a freshman moment tonight. That was like, hey, uh, glad that isn't on Sunday where he had the game and he did not play well tonight. I thought um, C.J. Gunn did a few good things. I thought he played pretty well defensively and, and hit a couple shots, just looked a little bit more into the game, so maybe he was listening. 
to when you ripped him from last week. That could be. Uh, and then Banks. Like, Banks and Gunn we're going to need. I just keep looking over there of like, hey, when's Ja'Kai Newton going to get in a uniform? Because I think we need to see somebody else. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to redshirt. But, uh, man, I, I'd love to know what we have there. I would, too. Now, I have a question for you, Sherm. Sure. What does your face look like when you see Walker pulled up for a three-pointer? Is it is it like my no. face? I wrote this down mentally. 71-67. The ball gets kicked out. 71-67 now. The game's in the balance there, sadly. And we kick it out, and it's Anthony Walker shooting a three, and there's nobody within 20 feet of Hey, bub, there's a reason nobody's within 20 feet of you. And, and you know what? Um, that was ugly. Also, um, Peyton Sparks free throws. Oh. oh, my God. Again, not trying to be rough on a kid, but that is not good. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I just tell, I've watched a lot of basketball, specifically Indiana basketball. This team is not good. They can be, potentially. They mm. can be. Um, but – Three games in a row, still the same problems. Um, you know, the rebounding, like what's going on there? What well, is it? I feel like Ware goes up for a shot block every single time, yeah. which which I'm okay with. You know, he, he swats a lot of shots, but no one goes to the – it's like the team is allergic to going to get the rebound when he goes up for the block. They start running down the other side. I don't know what they're doing. But no one's on the other side. We should not be getting out rebounding. Now we didn't. That we did end up out rebounding them. But there was a point in the game where we were trailing that significantly, and we did turn it around. So, just a fact check. I'm big on fact checking. Uh, we did out rebound them, uh, 44-40. So, a good thing there. But you ain't out rebounding UConn, playing like that. Like <laughs> it's simple. The game is simple, right? And yes, we're sitting here from miles away. We it's so easy on a podcast. However, it's basic principles. It's defense, it's rebounding, taking care of the basketball, right? It, staying in front of your man, help side defense, all those types of things. And one thing it is, another positive, turnovers only 8 tonight. Yeah. If you have 18 yeah. turnovers tonight, you probably lose that game. So that was a correction. So so we corrected the turnovers, free throws, three point shooting. They went good. They got worse, and then defensive, uh, a three point defense and uh, rebounding, um, still still issues to me. And you know what's engraved in my head? And I wish it wasn't Malik Renew running out after the three point shot. It just, every time he does it, it's it's a swish. It's like I, I I give him credit for going out there, but why is he in that position? He should be down low guarding someone. Why why are our guards just? Uh, I don't know. We really need to practice that because I've not seen. That's I've that's not seen that that's the assist. You know, that's the way we've got the defense set up, and uh, maybe we got the wrong people running at the shooters. I don't know. Uh, but that's that's for the coach to because you know you're on a plane probably soon probably practice this morning head to New York City you got two games in two days Sunday Monday and uh, I can tell you I ain't watching NFL Sunday so I'll be watching uh, <laughs> IU uh, with with bated breath to see I mean it'll be good to play some competition here now right Let, let's be honest right yeah. let's see where we're at 
Um, you got to split New York City, in my opinion. Louisville's no good. So we're used to playing no good. Teams will be playing them probably on Monday at 4.30. But, yeah, IU plays UConn 1 o'clock on uh, Sunday afternoon. And I lied. I'm sure I'll be watching the NFL on another screen. But what do you want to see out of the Hoosiers against UConn? Well, so UConn's got a guy, Donovan Klingen, that's seven foot two, 280. Great. They also got a guy named Yusufer Singer that's six foot 10, 220. So, oh, and another guy that's six foot 10. So we're not going to be able to just uh, dominate the paint like we've been doing. So it's really going to come down to moving the ball around and shooting. We're going to have to make some shots and we're going to lose. Uh, Pretty significantly, I think. Now, did Mike Woodson get back to you on the Xavier Johnson injury? Well, before I get back to we've got conflicting box scores here, folks. The Indiana University official box score from the game says Indiana out-rebounded Wright State. ESPN says they didn't. Interesting. There's seven missing rebounds. Maybe you got those seven rebounds, Ben. You were a hell of a rebounder at the hyper your day. I, I completely, know, I completely forgot the the question you just asked me too. By the way, so so can you ask it again? I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, I wanted to know if Mike Woodson got back with you on that Xavier Johnson injury. Uh no, and I doubt Mike Woodson would take my phone calls, and he shouldn't take my phone call. I do like <laughs> Mike Woodson. I think he's a good man. I think he's the he's the right person for this program. I think he knows all the issues that we have, and I hope all the best for Xavier. Um. I, he's pretty resilient. Like Xavier Johnson plays through pain. And I mean, like he had a broken foot last year, so obviously couldn't play through that, was wanting to come back. So I expect that if it's just a sprain, he'll be out there on Sunday. Um, so hopefully we get it. But yeah, that's weird about that box score, right? Yeah. That's why I was like, you said something. I'm like, dude, I am literally looking at this right now. Well, it says, right. Regardless, I mean, we have to we have to rebound better. We sh yeah. It shouldn't be close to where we have to check two different box yeah. scores versus right state yeah. when we got to Somebody a get a message. Get a message to J.D. Campbell down there and tell him they need to – you know, we got seven missing rebounds out there. Hey, <laughs> I like it. I, if I'm IU, I'm padding our stats too. I'm saying we out-rebounded them because I do, I couldn't believe it either. But that's hey, I think, Mike, I think Mike Woodson got them seven rebounds, Sherp. Somebody did. <laughs> Somebody did. But – um, having said that, uh, we head into the weekend. It'll be nice to see, you know, Sunday, Monday, I should say. So kind of a weird schedule, a, a Sunday afternoon game. And then uh, depending on the result of Sunday's game, would play either 4.30 or 7 on Monday. Sunday on ESPN, Monday on ESPNU because of Monday Night Football and all that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how this team comes out. It's, it's you know, I don't think they've gotten any juice from Assembly Hall. Right. So maybe a different environment or whatever, but they got to hit some shots. But the 72280 guy, like you're going to face that against UConn. You're also going to face it twice in the Big Ten with Zach Eady. So this will be a good, you know, glimpse into what you're going to. He's what he's 7'4, 445. Seems like Zach Eady is. I mean, my goodness. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do with him, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I, I don't know if you want to try giving a prediction on this. Or we should just let that yeah. roll. Because you wanna, I, let's give a prediction. I'm, I'm let's thinking. Get, hey, let's do it two ways. Okay. Prediction: If IU plays like they did the first three games, and then prediction: If IU plays the way we want them to play, you go. I just got one prediction, sure. Okay. This is what I think is going to happen. I, I, I'm guessing 75-55. 
UConn. Okay. And the reason well, why you didn't have to say UConn, we all knew. <laughs> All right. the, re the reason why is very simple, uh, and that is I don't know how we're going to score. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know where the scoring is going to come from. And Baku's going to have to make some shots because well, we said some. this from the beginning of the year. When the offense breaks down and you got to get a bucket and there's eight on the shot clock, who's it going to? And they don't have anybody right now. And if throw it's it the in, center, throw, it, throw it in the paint and hope, hope it gets fouled or – you know, especially against a 7-2-280 guy like you mentioned, I mean, trouble, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, my prediction is if they play the way we want them to play, 81-69 UConn. If we play the way they have played, 81-55 UConn. Bad. They will run them out of the gym. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not – like, it just – it doesn't look good right now. Three wins, though. There's 28 games to go. You need, in my book, you need 19 to make the tournament. I'm having a problem. Not trying to look too far ahead, right? Long way to go in the season. How do you get to 19? How do you get to 19 and 12? That's the magic number. You get to 19 and 12 in the Big Ten, heading into the Big Ten tournament, you're there. Right now, uh, could be tough sledding. But having said that, um, any final thoughts before we uh, go watch this in about 48 hours? Not much. I think I think we all see that, you know, it's the three-point defense and the rebounds on the offensive side that's the killing us, and we got to shoot better. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's there for everyone, and we got to be better at that. I think a good old spanking on Sunday would be good for the year, actually, because, hey, how else are these guys going to want to guard the three-point line? You get lit up on national TV, guess what? You might feel like you need to put your hands on the ground and actually guard someone. Well, I'm thinking you might just get your wish. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, with that, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, give us a listen. I think they say on all the commercials, like wherever you get your podcast, so you can get them out there. Uh, we push it out on Spotify, but you can hear it on Apple, iHeart, uh, wherever you want to hear it. Uh, give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. I, I know we've seen some friends with some uh, some funny comments in the in the chat. So we appreciate that. And it's good seeing some old faces on social media. We haven't talked to in a while. So shout out to all our uh, Hoosier alumni out there listening to us. So Ben, thanks so much for the time. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back after the UConn game. Ben, I think your Eagles play Monday night football. So we should be able to get these both in uh, before uh, we see what they do with the Chiefs. So everybody have a uh, wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.